Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Previously on Dungeons and Dragons. I mean, he literally needs bookkeepers. All right, grab some books. Come with me down this tunnel. Um, we have to find the owner of the house. Is it an emergency? Is that music's in there? How do, you, how do you know me six? We kind of created him. What was your book about? I just listed gross jobs. Walk with me and tell me about all of your gross jobs. We just need to get the me six. And you are? I'm Grandpa Big Dog. You can't be knowing when it's going to be coming. The books aren't affecting me whatsoever anymore. And I've achieved major. As his hands move up, and it's almost like he's trying to count, but he has mitten hands, so it's, <laughs> it's like Real he's harsh. counting... One, And then uh, he pops out of existence. Yeah, okay. Seth, Keth, it's time to go. Mesex is gone. All right, Grandpa Big Dog, do we got to clean up anything here? No, these these people won't understand what just happened. Where where did he go? Back, back home. Back home. Are you guys going to go back home now? Yeah. I think your keystring saved the day. It does more times than you can imagine. Welcome to Dungeons and Dragons. We're a D&D 5th edition actual play podcast and I'm your dungeon master Russ Moore and with me today is Tom Laird. Hey, that's me. I play Moot. And Carla Maxted. That is me. I play Glim. And Amy Moore. That's one of the names I go by and I play Sullivan Slight. What other names do you go by, Amy? Wouldn't you like to know, Tom? My yes, immediate thing I, I wanted asked. to say was Princess Peach. <laughs> Oh. oh, okay. That's like immediately what popped into my head, which I have never called you, but I like oh, it. I consider myself more of a Rosalina, but I Fair. do like the sentiment in there. Yeah. That's nice. Um, where we go by different names is over on Patreon because we play different games over there. Different names, different games. Patreon.com slash Dumb Dragoncast. And when you are a patron, you get an episode dedicated to you. Like today's patron, Brad from Fate of Eason podcast. Thank you, Brad. Yay, thanks, thanks, Brad. The Fate of Eason podcast is very good. You should go check them out, too. And now, fuck it, let's play D&D. pick up with Moot, Glim, and Sully. Uh, you tell me how long after, but you're at uh, not a library. I think we leave immediately. I like, think so, too. I think Glim tries no, to say what the situation get... was, and we're like, eh. And she's like, eh, doesn't matter. <laughs> we. Oh, from the previous scene? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, you're at not a library. Yeah, you said, so, like, tell me left. how long you... I mean, is it days later? Yeah. How, is it the how next long? Day? Where, where we did we not get paid. Cena? We did not get paid for oh, all of our hard work. Yeah, he just vanished paid. before he paid us. Dang, and mofo. And everything from the house was probably gone. It was probably just books, so we can't even, like, loot something. We tried to resell them back to not a library, and they're like, read the name! We're not a library. So the money we have... Is whatever we had left from whatever you guys earned. So I don't know how long that gets us. I did not get a lot of money for listing a hundred different dirty jobs. I think I got 50 gold, so we're probably doing okay for the time being. I don't know. Those potatoes were very expensive. You're sitting around a table and uh, Mon comes over 
And he's like, uh, so how's, uh, I don't remember his voice, but how's the job hunt going? Well, frankly, I mean, I don't think we're settling down here very much. Oh. Right, shouldn't we, shouldn't we find a caravan and getting out of here? Well, we have to keep going east, right, Glim? Yeah, we've got to keep going. I mean, if you guys are ready to keep heading towards our destiny, then... Yeah, I'm not too I'm not too keen on sticking around doing really fucking weird odd jobs. Also, and no offense, Mon, because the potatoes were delicious. Sorry, the potatoes were delicious, but um the price point here is, yeah. is quite expensive. So we just can't afford to really like stick around here very long. It's more of a luxury accommodation. I was actually gonna bring that up. Um I talked to some people, did some market research, realized my price point priced us out of most people's budgets. Um, I mean, you three had to take up Moot almost killed a man. Sure, I had to poison him. He wanted me to, but I had to do it. It was still an extreme circumstance to pay for some potatoes. Oh, okay. Uh, Point made. And he reaches into his pocket and he pulls out and he's counting out. Um, so here's here's back six gold. I've covered your uh, your your expenses over at definitely an inn, and also anything you've eaten here uh, for the remainder. And realized and made appropriate adjustments on these new menus that we've uh, put in. See, look here, magic missile potatoes. We've changed the name even. Oh, you went Ooh, with you it. Did. We did. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Uh, it changed the price point here. See, just a, just a couple coppers, uh, not seven gold for all of the things. More reasonably priced, I think. Well, I understand. You know, everyone's getting back up on the feet over here, and that includes you, but people's got to eat, friend. I, you know, I, I don't know if you caught this, but I'm I'm new in this business. I mean, Ferret, he's been in, he's been cooking a long time and uh, didn't really second guess what I was putting on the menu, but a little guidance is sometimes necessary for uh for business folks such as myself. Uh and I think I've got it. Uh being that I was uh so aggressively approached after I gave somebody a bill and they said they would burn burn down not a library for oh. the exorbitant prices that I put on their bill. Uh, so that made me second guess and look and see what uh, what uh, what other restaurants are charging, and it was far less. It's like I'd never been to a restaurant or tavern or inn before. Ever. Have you? Wait, were we your first customers? Um, among them, yes. That whole first night that you were here was kind of dry run uh, you know, open it up to like the, a soft launch. Yeah, open it up to a few public. You just happen by. Uh, we were going to ask you to leave because it wasn't. But you know, uh, you 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 don't turn away good a good business and good uh, good suggestions is which is what you brought to the table. Well, it's very kind of you, Mon. To thank you. It's, I'm glad to know we can probably have at least one more meal here. Of course, of course. Before this we have to go. We can afford one more, you guys. I sh- shall I bring another round of magic missile potatoes? Well, I don't know if I we can do any more portion, potatoes. We made the portion sizes smaller. Well, no, but one oh. more round. Good. Maybe ah. we could just do one for the table like last time, even with the smaller portion. We'll do. Coming right up. And he zips back into the kitchen. Yeah, guys, I don't think, I think this should be our last night. We should find a caravan heading east and we should just continue on. I think so, too. Unless, I mean, seems like it's been, I was going to say successful, but that is not really accurate. I mean, moot for you, it was. You got yeah, that cool I learned new- a new thing. Yes, yeah, so that's, that, that's worth something. I mean, that wise master Misix really, I mean, he really stepped up for me. Before really vanishing unexplicably, you know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm glad. I, I, I'm now twice p- published, almost kind of one in a menu and the other one, um, and hopefully what will become a book that I will get some royalties off of. Yeah, it's been. You're right. This place is. Are you sure you two don't want to stay? It's been very successful for the two of you. Published author, 
extra good magic user. But I mean, staying here doesn't get us any closer to, you know, I saving mean, the world with you. We it just you have a destiny. closer to saving the world. I mean, and really, I don't know that Eltiral did much for me personally, but I am fulfilled that it fulfilled my friends. So we can stay longer if you want, or I'd be happy to find a caravan and start heading east. This is probably the longest time I've ever willfully stayed in a place, so I think I'm ready to go. Okay. Yeah, me too. Uh, Mon comes back with the potatoes and he... Uh, with the what? With the magic missile potatoes. I think there should still be an exclamation mark. You can't forget your roots, right? Magic missile potatoes! And he says, uh, okay, so you, you, you'll enjoy the potatoes and then where are, you, where are you headed next? Where's the next stop in your journey? Well, we're going to head east. Yeah, east is a very large place. Do you have like a stopping point? Well, I mean, an eventual goal, but it's very far away. So I think, you know, we'll probably, and I'm looking at my friends, like find a caravan and see where that takes us and just keep heading in the right direction and getting stronger as people and as friends as we keep going. Yes, good, good. Are there any good towns to stop on as we head in our eastward direction? Oh, fuck, probably. It says, um, uh, I mean, I know we've talked about it before, but where was your end goal? I mean, I want to send you in the right direction. Well, we're going to Tamanthor. Right, yes. I have a destiny to save the world, and my friends here are part of the destiny as well. I'm sure I've probably mentioned this to you before. Uh, so eventually, we're trying to get to the capital. But um, Well, um, eh, that far east, uh, you could take a couple ways. You could, uh, well, probably the quickest way is to cut through the Stormhorns, which are a series of mountains, uh, mountain ranges, past the Sunset Mountains. Um, the next stop you might want to make is, uh, getting you back on the main, uh, tradeway, which would be Scornubal, which you could then take the river down, uh, and would catch you back onto the road that would get you up and through the Stormhorns, which would take you on the right side of, uh, well, the Sea of Fallen Stars. You caught that? I mean, I heard Scornubal, but mostly I just picked up on that because it is... I think we can all agree, objectively a hilarious word. Oh, yes. Scornubal? Yeah. Scornubal. Yes, it's the next town over. The next one, very next one to the east. Do, do well, they have like t-shirts that say like, lost my scruples in Scornubal? Maybe. Is that a reference that I should understand? You know, your scruples, your... Oh. You know, all the bits and pieces in your mind makes your right decisions. Right. I don't know. Uh, it's okay. I bet it's kind when of I say that there, I think, I think, uh, Sully, oh. I think it's good. I think it's more of your marketing genius is really coming out. Thanks. I'm gonna, I'll market it when I'm over there. See kind of what people think. Of course. Perfect. Moot, Moot just kind of makes the hand going over the head motion. <laughs> like, <laughs> Nope. <laughs> um, well, I, I, I bid you adieu and uh, wish you best. If you are back through here again, please stop into not a library. And I will uh, make sure that uh, all the potatoes that we have that day, excuse me, potatoes that we have that day are are covered for you. Thanks, Mom. Well, Thanks, it's Mom. Super Mom. kind to you. So is it uh, like midday? Was this our lunch stop or our nighttime dinner stop? You tell me. I say could, lunch stop. It could be lunch and we can hit the road. All right. To Good Scrumple. Yeah. <laughs> Scrumopoly. You uh, head out into the streets. What's your What's your game plan here? What are you looking for? What are you doing? Well, let's go back to that message board because I bet they're like caravan leaving. Need Seems guards. Seems like a reasonable place to start. I'm sure we'll find something there. Yeah, you walk through the streets of El Turil and uh, it's, during the day now, you've previously primarily been out in the evening. I don't know how many days you've been there entirely, but um, it's it's quite busy. Um, people are about doing business. Uh, you walk through towards where the job board was, and you look and you see a large statue that you didn't see, not because it wasn't there, but because you weren't quite paying attention. But you see a large statue of a, a dwarven figure uh, in the center of this this open area, this open market area. 
Is there a placard? I was just wondering. Uh, For those interested, you walk over to the placard and it it says on it, Flint Firebeard died here and then arised here. X marks the spot, y'all. I had like a little panic yeah, attack. Yeah, me like, too. What? Oh my god, what? Russ, what a terrible Easter egg to. Oh, never mind. <laughs> right? He did oh, yeah. die here yeah. and yeah. then rise here. Yeah. Was like... that. That was around the table. That was table. That yeah. was tabletop. So many years ago, we were just young, innocent D&D players, not knowing we had so many years ahead of us. <laughs> to finish that campaign. <laughs> to finish I f- that I campaign. I forget who Flint was fighting. But yeah, it was like a one-on-one duel, and he got a mowed down real fast. Yeah, we were like, "Oh wow, this is our second time playing, and 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 one of us has died already." That's how it was supposed to work out. Look at look at where you are now. Look at us now. Um, it goes on to describe the the fact that he and his cohorts drove off a dragon who was attacking El Turo. And took on one of the heads of the Cult of the Dragon and perished at the blade of that head uh, to be brought back by the town's clerics, thankfully, and go on and be uh, pivotal in saving Faerun. Seems like a pretty important guy. I wonder if he knew he had a destiny to save the world. Do you think this statue's to scale? Huh. And I kind of stand back and look at it, and I assume it's very large. It's large, yes. Well, I mean, he's bigger than any dwarf I've ever seen, but I, I haven't met the man. Maybe he's a giant dwarf? Oh, I like the sound of that. You make it to the job board, and you peruse through, and you see there are a couple caravans heading out. Uh, they don't say exactly where, but they say to meet town center um, on this day. Right now at this time? Right now wow. near this time. How oh, wow. Lucky. How fortuitous. You head to town center and you see that there are several caravans. Um, uh, one with a, a female human um, who appears to be calling orders at the other's who she's, uh, who are working for her or with her, and another where a very regal man is seated high on top of a uh, of a caravan wagon, and just kind of pointing down silently to the people loading up his wagon. Okay, I say I I say we find out where they're going before we make any decisions. But right away, I don't want to go with snooty McSnooty pants. I'd rather go uh, with uh, the loud woman. You know, I was thinking the exact same thing. But you're right. You make a very good point. We should find out where they're going before we decide. Should we split up to go talk to them, or let's just let's just go together? Let's just all go together. Sure. What do you think? Sure. Yeah. Let's just yeah. You want to start with the worst one? I mean, do you want to start with the with the fancy? Sure, fancy let's start with Mr. Fancy Pants. Okay. You walk over, and he doesn't really pay much attention to you as you walk up to the caravan. I disagree. I have a noble background, and noble people recognize that I am one of their own, and they speak to me very respectfully, actually. No one said Boom. he was noble. Oh, he's oh, just fancy. He's just fancy pants. Oh, well, uh, I I'm all, I'm dislike him even more now. Excuse me? Where where are you and your caravan going? He looks down his nose to you and says, Who wants to know? Uh, the name's Moot. Hmm. What's your name? Victor. All right, Vic, so where are you guys going? Uh, well, we are headed out towards Burdusk. Ooh, I don't know where that one is. Is that east or north or south? Uh, well, we must travel east through Skornubul and then travel south towards the Burdusk, transfer to a ship of sorts, and travel down the river. Yeah, what what you what you hauling here? I am in the textile business, like linens, fabrics, linens, 
Damn, son, you're a leninery. Um, not specifically a leninery. Oh, are we talking all the way up? Lineology? The chemicals and mechanics of the creation of the linens? Is there something obscure with your friend Moot? Uh, no, that's pretty standard. Hmm. All right. You're looking to hire some folks we saw on the bulletin board. Right, yes. Um, of course, I am looking to hire somebody. What is your experience on the road? Oh, well, we've we've been part of several caravans. Mm-hmm. Each one of those caravans got to their destination. So that must say something. In one piece, at, at one point I even befriended a, a, an elemental. You befriended an elemental whilst on... Didn't strike it down to protect your caravan? No, man. I juggled and then waved at it and it ran off. It sounds like you perhaps are not the people that I am looking for, but name your price and we shall see. Okay, well, maybe... Maybe you're not the caravan we're looking for. I storm away. (laughs) We were going to go check in with this other caravan first, but we'll come back and we'll let you know. Joy of joys. Maybe. Guys, I don't think we're going to let him know. Guys, he was even worse than I thought he was going to. God, if this girl's going west, I'm going to be so sad. Me too. We go over to the rad shouting human woman. Yeah. As you walk up, she's saying, "Yeah, yeah, Arlo, just put that up over there, and then we'll uh, we'll get going here as quick as possible. Maybe some other people will join us." She turns around, and you three are standing right behind her. Whoa! Where'd you come from? Oh, just just over there. We were talking to that other guy. Ooh, we didn't like him much. Yeah, Victor's kind of a tool. Yeah, he's a little bit of a tool. Yep. Hey, what direction are you going in? Well, we're going uh, at least to Scornoobel, and we'll see uh, where we get get jobs from there. Well, I'm all like, whatever you need. I think I think I can say for our friends here that we're here for you. Now, okay. Now, look. Usually, there's like an interview process. I gotta get names. I gotta get backgrounds. I gotta call references. Sally. Oh, do you know Hillop? Moot. Glim. That dude's a tool. H- you you know Hillop? Well, we we guarded his caravan. Yes. Oh. And we managed not to kill him. Yeah. That is a... I did shoot him in the I arm. Mean, Sully shot him. I did. Is that something that we're going to have to worry about? Is you shooting... I don't know. Are you halfway as inept or as... No. As as Hillop is? No. Oh, then I think we're fine. I think if you no. know Hillop, you know he probably had it coming. I, I am aware of Hillop. He's teaching Zumba now. Okay. <laughs> Great conversation. I d- <laughs> so, what are you, what are you moving? Uh, well, we've got some spices and uh, building materials to to take over there. A few casks and chests that uh, are being requested to be transported by various by a couple different businesses. Um, nothing really out so of the ordinary. Stuff. Yeah. Just general. Yeah, spices and nices. Items. I say. Just, um, uh, yeah, just looking for a few extra hands. You know. Once we get to Scornoob, we'll see where it goes from there. And what are your uh, day rates? Uh, well, you tell me what you uh, what you usually charge, and we'll see where we can go from there. Do we like Russ huddle? Would like yeah? Would ten gold each per day be overshooting the mark? Or? I have no idea. Uh, okay. Oh no! Well, remember because remember my- to go with um, with uh, circumference. It was mm-hmm. going to, we agreed to 250, and we thought that was swell for, like, the trip. So how far away is Scornoobal? Uh, hold on. I want to get my currency better uh, than I have been doing. Russ has been very commerce-driven these last couple episodes. Yeah. I'm not really I know, sure it's freaking me out, about man. the proletariat a lot. <laughs> uh, Something about taxes and... Inflation Tipping of your gold. DM, something Tipping about that? Yeah, that was weird. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's only about a five-day journey. I could probably pay you, uh, you know, somewhere in the vicinity of a couple gold a, a day per guard. How about this? 
couple gold a day for each of us, unless we have danger or fighting. Okay. In which case, it's more. Okay. How? Calm, peaceful trip. Two cup, gold each a day. Perfect. Provide you food as well. For for every for every person we have to slay in battle, an extra gold. Oh, okay. Uh, for every person, an extra gold. Now, I'm, is that an I'm, extra gold per person, or an extra gold to the person who slays the thing or person? I'd be more comfortable if we weren't putting people's lives. I could we just? I did just assign a value to people's lives. So that makes me a little bit uncomfortable. Fair enough. What if there is fighting? It's double the rate. Okay. Yeah. Okay. For every day, there is some sort of uh, altercation. Double the rate. Seems fair. And what's your name? We should probably. I know you said you don't have time to check references. And somehow we talked about Hillop, but I didn't actually get your name. Uh, my name is Estrid. Estrid Gold. Well, it's nice to meet you. I'm Glim. Nice to meet you, Glim. Moot over here. And Sully does a big bow. And Sullivan Slight. Nice to meet you, all three of you. And welcome to Estrid's Caravan. It's the middle. We're Here we are in the middle. Yeah. Hey, the middle. Welcome back to it. How you doing, everybody? We hope you're doing well. We yeah. do. Things yeah. are a little bit totally bonkers in the world right now. I don't know totally if Totally bonkers. I think yeah. that is a very yeah. good description, Carla. Yeah. And it's yeah. Yeah. unsettling. And I don't know about you guys, but I'm finding a lot of comfort in, like, listening to tons of podcasts and like yeah doing a lot of digital stuff and creeping on our discord so i can like have human interactions totally can you imagine what it would be like being kind of quarantined back before the internet before netflix Oof. i'd like us all just stop for a moment and realize let's just really think about yeah. pretty bad my vhs copy of mall rats would have got quite <laughs> Ooh, the work right <laughs> i was thinking even before oh. then but yes yeah way oh, back wow. but we have a lot to be grateful for in this time like all the wonderful people that we can meet on our online socials to help create those social connections absolutely a big thing a big question that pops up all over the place is you know will this affect Release schedules, will this affect anything like that? We want you to know that we, as Dungeons & Dragons, um, will be releasing still every Wednesday. We've got episodes banked for the next several weeks um, and continue to release because we record all separately anyways. So social distancing and all that sort of stuff, uh, not a big deal for getting our show put together and put out. So we are here for you Mm -hmm. to hopefully... Give you a little bit of a respite and a little bit of uh, a comedy. Dis- comedy and distraction mm. and and a little slice of like your normal routine. Yeah. And if you find that you're having trouble finding people to talk about who like kind of the same sort of thing, Dungeons or people and Dragons, to talk to, you don't need to talk about them. That's we prefer more you what talk I meant. About people, because yeah. you're not you really, talk to you're not really that kind of person. No. You're the kind yeah. of person that like wants to connect, not like I mean, like trash yeah, talk or anything. That's, that's thanks, guys. That's more <laughs> what I meant. Talk. Two um, is we have a, a an amazing community over on Discord, which it's open to everybody, anybody and everybody. Um, we do mention it oftentimes with our Patreon. There are some bonus things that come with Patreon, but it's open to everybody. Everybody who listens, there's always a link down in the description that you can go click on and come join us over in Discord. And there's some amazing people who are getting together and playing games, uh, meeting each other and having just a great time. Uh, forgetting about the crazy for a bit, it seems, whenever they pop in there. Um, and sometimes I think that's just what we need is... A place to post pictures of your pets and your food. Totally, or yep. food that you've baked or Yeah, cooked. I do want to say, because I feel yeah. like if we weren't doing this, I would have no idea what Discord was. So, Fair. Discord, because I'm an elder millennial, <laughs> um, it's just like an either an app on your phone or on your computer or whatever. And it's like... Just chatting and posting pictures and stuff, but it's like 
a not a closed yeah, community. Yeah, remember like Yahoo chat like rooms? Self, exactly. Yes. It's like a self-selected closed community. So it's all just kind of like the best people. So if you haven't checked it out and you're stuck at home, check it out. Like when you pop into a new Discord, people say, hey, welcome. Yeah. They do. We do. Yeah. I try and do. monitor it like every moment and every time I see someone new pop in there, I try to make sure that they are welcomed and oh, yeah. say, you know, what you can check out and everybody else piles on after that with just warm, inviting hugs and handshakes in an emoji fashion because that's what you got to do. <laughs> yeah. um, but yes, please do. Uh, if you're feeling like you need someone to talk with uh, or to Come join us on Discord and just know that we're going to be here releasing episodes all through this until everything settles down, hopefully sooner than later, uh, but you never know. So we'll be here for you and give you some laughs. So thank you for being here with thank us. Mm-hmm. Yes, thank you. And as always, if you are ever feeling super stressed out or anxious or anything like that in these crazy times, do seek help. Do go talk to somebody. Um, there are tons of, depending on where you are in this big wide world, there are tons of helplines um, that you can call and people you can talk to. But the most important part is when you're feeling alone and isolated to reach out and to make sure that you're taking care of your own mental health first. Because we love you and we want you to be happy and healthy. All that said, we will link some of those numbers down in the bottom for the major uh, countries that we know that are listened to um, and ways that you can find those if you uh, if you need to. So again, thank you. Enjoy the rest of the thank episode. You. We love, love you. Love you. Stay safe. Wash your hands. Cover your cough. All that. We'll get you back to the episode and we'll talk to you this time next week. Bye, everybody. Can we help you load up? Please do. I start to grab the spices yep, and I stuff that are around. Moving heavy things. And I start to places. sing the um, the hit single in El Churro right now, which is um, down in the west, Faerun town of El Churro. I fell in love with a great Marty Robbins Cerulean <laughs> girl. Uh, I start uh, crab clawing shit all over the place into the back of this caravan. How many how many times do you think Moot would during the course of loading up? There's a fair amount of things to still load up. Would start and stop his mage hand. Uh, well, let's see here. It lasts for one minute, so he'd probably do it. I don't know, three or four times at least. All right, we're gonna say that we're gonna say that it just fires, man. Three to four times. One of those times is going to be a magic surge. So roll me percentile dice, please. Okie dokie. Come on, taller. <laughs> <laughs> is there one where it just makes him taller? You know, the way that spell works, you will never be as tall. Even if you get taller, you will never be as tall as you were before. You'd be like an what eighth of an inch What if I got taller off? twice? Uh, it, Could you, he surpass how tall he was, but never be? You diminished by seven, right? Uh, I can't remember. I think it was seven. But yeah, every on odd numbers, I think it was you get smaller. On even numbers, you get taller. So Hmm. yeah, no way to get exactly as tall as you were. Seventy-eight. This is very exciting. I like this random chance. It's very exciting. This is a story we're telling here. (laughs) Seventy-eight. Uh oh. (laughs) Okay. Uh, so you're loading up. Now, this is how this works. You're loading up. Um, the two of you, uh, Sully and Glim, you see Moot just casting Mage Hand all willy-nilly all He's over the place. He's so fucking confident. Um, you, you, you know, you're loading boxes in. You kind of turn around. And then you hear just a pop. Then you hear the sound of a sheep. You turn around, and where you thought you saw Moot, you now see a sheep. Um. Oh, no. Glim. Oh, no. Glim. Does he have his gear on? Like, did his. Did it form to his body? No, he's a sheep. Everything gets sheeped into him. Okay, so it just absorbs kind of like wild shape. Oh, my God. Is that. Is that Moot? Oh, God. Moot. Sully has his. Barnyard animals mixed up. 
Moot, are you? Is that you? Are you? I think he's trying you, to say moot. Can you nod if it's you? Uh, you have the intelligence of a sheep, I think. Um, so, uh, which happened to be the most intelligent animal target, in the world? Hit points as long as limited. The creature is limited to the actions it can perform by the nature of its new form, and it can't, can't speak, cast spells, or take any other action that requires hand or speech. Um, I have some dried fruit in my in my bag, and I bring it out, and I feed it to Moot. Oh, I I kind of like him like this. Well, he's not going to help us load the rest of the caravan, but he is very soft. Um, do you think he's going to wander away if he's... I don't know. I don't know how sheepy he is, and I'm trying to, like, look in his eyes. Like There's nothing there. He's it's got like those he's weird sheep eyes. Nothing roll, going on behind their eyes. Roll insight or animal handling or something. <laughs> so, Moot, your statistics, including mental ability scores, are replaced by the chosen beast. 15. Uh, you retain your alignment and personality, however, so use that as you will. So if you had thumbs, you'd be writing shit down right now. <laughs> You're not an evil sheep, I guess. Uh, 15. 18. 15 and 18. Um, and we're rolling for... Animal handling? Animal, animal handling. handling. Okay. You spend some time with this sheep. Um, and Estrid comes over and she says, where did your friend go? Uh, We look. Look down at sheep moot. By this point, like you're, you're, you're sure, but you're not sure. Like there's, there's still question. Like the fact that he's just gone, and you know that some weird shit can happen with him. You're pretty sure that this is probably moot. I think he accidentally turned himself into a sheep. Well, how long is he going to be a sheep for? Well, hopefully not long. But if I'm being totally honest, I really don't. Well, because, I mean, he did make himself shorter that one time, and I think he, he was, he's short or forever. So I might be paying a sheep to guard... Oh, no, you do not have to pay you him. Don't, as long as he's a sheep, you don't have to. Although, if he does help in a battle as a sheep... He, he, d- he does the deserve two, the, two gold. the two gold. Right. Yeah. But otherwise, n- no charge for the... And also, sorry, I know this seems really improfessional. Okay, well, maybe load your sheep, friend, into the wagon. Unless you want your new sheep friend to pull the wagon. Oh my god, can I ride him? Glim, please, can I ride him? I don't, uh... Sheep are big. Sully's a halfling. I rode a goat one time. You, I mean, Physics are I rare. guess. Come on, I rode that goat I guess that one ask time. And then, and then, it doesn't seem. I mean, just be nice about it. Oh no, totally, absolutely. And I give him some more dried fruit. I guess if <laughs> Moot the sheep lets you ride him, then you can ride Moot the sheep, right? Yeah. Okay. I hop on its on his back. What happens? Uh, just kind of lazily stroll forward. <laughs> oh, he's letting me do it. Oh, this is great. This is, I'm so jealous. I'm scratching you behind the ears. I'm trying to be a, a good ride-along companion. <laughs> we're going for a ride-along. Uh, you hear Estrid call out. He's like, all right, we're all loaded up. Everybody on board. All right, get a dog, little longy. Uh, you get out of the city in a ways uh, about an hour from when you previously had seen Moot. And beneath you, you hear the same. And below you is Moot on all fours. <laughs> oh, hey there. Hey there, buddy. Uh, hey, Sully. You can you can get off me now. Okay, dismounting. And I, <laughs> and I clamber off you and I help you help you up. Thanks. You took me a long ways. You must be real tired. It's hard to keep track of time when you're a sheep. How how long were we going for? An hour or so. Oh, wow. All right. Um, did you have fun at least? It, one of the best days of my life, man. The dried fruit was really tasty, so I appreciate that. We were a little worried it would be like 
the shorter thing, and you might yeah. be a sheep forever. I would have kept yeah. you though, and and taken real good care of you. I just course, want you to know that. Of course, we would have. Oh, you guys are so sweet. Uh, but yeah, I I didn't know if I would not be a sheep in the future. And probably when you were a sheep, you didn't even care if you were a sheep. You were probably no, happy was, to be a sheep. I was really just all about that dried fruit. Hmm. I feel like we should tell Estrid that you're that you're back, fully functioning, bipedal, and ready, ready to be action. paid. Perfect. Wait, was I not getting paid as a sheep? Well, no, we didn't think it was very fair. No, because you weren't contributing a lot. But I was. I gave. I gave Sully a ride. I gave you dried fruit, man. It seemed like a fair mm. trade. You know what? Fair point. Uh, you head up to the front of the caravan where Estrid is seated atop. You, I'm assuming you're going slowly, so you can just kind of jog up to the front there. Yeah. I know how caravans work. Well, they're probably not speeding along at breakneck. So. Yeah, it does seem like you'd want to save the horses, you know? Yeah, that's probably true. Go at a reasonable pace. Sure. Uh, she looks down and says, oh, your friend's back. Yeah, uh, hey, Astrid. Does that happen a lot where you just start there and then you're a sheep? Uh, first time for that one. Mm, yeah. Cool. Didn't Didn't put that one on the old resume, did you? As I said, it hadn't happened before. Right. Didn't know it was a thing. Well, now you know. Um, we'll see how it goes. All right. Um, just keep a watch out. Don't turn into a sheep again. I'll let you know if I do. Cool. All right. Interesting bunch. Interesting bunch. You uh, travel for the better part of a day and night. Um, and on the second day... You're passing by a, the road kind of comes, the road comes back to a bend in a river and you're passing by. Um, everybody's stopping, everybody stops and fills up their water skins um, and uh, carries back along the way. And as you um, get back and further away from the river, you see up ahead of you a group of people uh, in a caravan as well. Um, slowly coming down the road, um, not really uh, moving to either either side to allow passage as they get closer to you. Um, they're out of earshot currently, but normally everybody has kind of you know any anybody else you pass uh, you know gives way for each. You other. do the polite thing where you hug the shoulder a yep. little bit. They hug the shoulder a little bit. Yep, um, and as you get close enough to see kind of faces on them. You see them kind of nodding to each other and uh, nodding up to your group there. And uh, everybody make an insight check. Eight. Fifteen. Eleven. Um, Moot and Glim... Uh, you are the first to kind of notice a bit of vague hostility um, among the group um, and in their gestures towards your group. Um, Estrid calls down and says, uh, anything, anything wrong up there? Uh, nothing yet, but, you know, just uh, play it by ear. Do you recognize them? They seem, uh, they don't seem to like us. Well, no, I don't recognize any of them from a distance. Um, let's kind of just scoot off to the side here and see what happens. I guess. Just be prepared. You might be earning double the wage today if it goes sideways. They move their caravan over and proceed cautiously towards uh, the group ahead of you. What are the three of you doing? I've um, got sorry. my, uh, what is it? I've got my, I'm walking with what looks like my hands in my pockets, but I've got my daggers. Okay. I'm gripping the handles and I'm just like ready for action. It's been a while since Sally's had a good brawl. So Okay. Readied weapons. Okay. 
Yeah, I don't think like so I would have my war pick probably strapped to my back and I'm not going to take it off my back because that seems aggressive. Sure. Yeah. But uh, I am ready if I need to be. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And Moot's got his uh, feather necklace in his fist. Just, you know, being ready in case anything happens. Perfect. Um, the closer you get, uh, you get within shouting distance and they still make no call to you. They do veer more towards your line of path, though. Ugh, so rude. Really rude. Do, are we supposed to wait for, um, for Estrid to, to talk to them since she's a caravan leader? She's kind of calling and motioning for her caravan to slow down. She says, uh, come on back here to you three. Say, you, you want to earn a double or should we just go talk to them, talk them down here? Cause they seem like they want something. Well, we could talk to them first to see. Maybe they just all had a bad sleep or something. That's right. Let's use some diplomatics. All right. Uh, the three of you want to want to take that or you need hand coming down there? Because I can certainly come talk to them. Well, we can we can give it a try. Right, guys? Oh, absolutely. Sure. Maybe they need to hear about uh, Bahamut. Oh, that is a great idea, Moot. Oh. Nothing, nothing perks me one. up. Like the story of Bahamut. Chatting about the B-Man. You are so right. And I start just like striding very purposefully towards them. Hello. Hello. It is so great to see you. I have great news to share with you. You see two um, men seated up in the front there. There's a couple down off to either side of this, of this wagon that's coming close to you. You see one of them in the front. Move his hand back in in between the the curtains of the wagon, and he says, "Uh, what you folks carrying? Oh, just you know, spices and casks and just normal caravan stuff. What are you folks carrying? Hmm. Uh, well, we just got off a job actually, and uh, just looking for our next one. Oh, I thought it might be casks of grumpy juice because they all seem a little bit out of sorts." Yeah, that's just my face. And a handsome face it is, my friend. Uh, You know, a little ways back there, there was someone who's traveling in this same direction. Victor, I think. Anyways, um, you might want to hit him up. He was looking for some extra people. Great, great. You guys are headed to, uh, at the very least, Scornuble if you're headed this way, no? I I think that was... uh, yeah, on the list. Uh... Right. I'm sorry, what's your name? You? Leonard. You're heading to El Tirol. Well, we were headed back that way, but, um, well, I mean, if Victor's coming, you find folks look like you have a job that needs possible handing off. We might just have found our next job. Well, before we get to that, can I tell you about a really great guy named Bahamut? No, we don't want we don't want to hear about Bahamut. I have some pamphlets. Do you I could teach or if you're more interested in sort of like getting in touch with the Lord in a more physical way, I could put on a little quick Zumba class for you guys. Or there's we do, a lot we do of a ways. daily Zumba class. Oh, you have on not this lived until you've Zumbaed to the teachings of Bahamut. Two crossbow bolts shoot out from inside the wagon. Uh, one narrowly misses you, Glim. The other flies back and towards the caravan and sticks like in the in the wood right near where Estrid is. Why'd you go and fucking do that? Oh, well, they're a bad shot, but get in closer and we might have a, you know, a better chance. Oh, I'll get in closer. I want to stab him. So that's a no on the Bahamut then. I'll get you guys later. You're going to want to hear about it before you go meet him. Jesus. Do people meet Bahamut when they die? 
Maybe. In Glenn's world, probably. Yeah. Seemed threatening. I liked it. The, the fabric covering the wagon peels back. There are two men with crossbows inside. The two men down on the ground brandish uh, pull long swords out from the wagon itself. Um, and the two sitting up front uh, draw daggers. Roll for initiative. Oh, fuck yeah. So there are 15. six of them. Oh, I'm, oh my God, I'm plus five initiative. I love Sully so much. 18. Watch, Carla's going to be like 27. I got 20, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I, don't, it. I have, knew I'm it. sorry. I don't have a good plus on this character. It's just a good roll. 14 for Moot. Glim, you're up first. Okay. Um, have I ever fought as this character? Maybe. Yeah, you have. Maybe there not. was a Gross duel bats. versus circumference. Gross oh mud bats. Oh, yeah, the mud bats. Uh, okay. Uh, so I am going to pull. How far away are they? Uh, you, you, I guess you we were walked walking up, up speaking to them, distance. Yeah, and they were still moving towards you. So you were definitely within any sort of range to reach any number of them. You know, why not start... With a bang. And by a bang, I mean a stream of fire. Perfect. This is fun. I don't, I feel like I've never even used my breath weapon. Maybe I have. Uh, I don't know. Um, so I am going to, yes, release my breath weapon, okay. which is fire. So it's a five by 30 foot line. So I'm going to aim that at the caravan because I'd like to set the caravan on fire. Because fuck these people don't want to hear about Bahamut. Yeah. So kind of direction of the two in front who you were talking to. Yeah. Hitting the character. Um, So dex saving throw. 12 and an 11. Uh, So 11 does not beat. 12 does beat, but they still will get half damage. Also, the two in the caravan with the crossbows would probably be in that as well. And that's a 13 and a 10. Okay, so the 10 also fails. So full damage is seven. So two of them get seven damage, and then the other two get three, I guess, or four. I don't know how we... Perfect. Okay. And then I also uh, pull my war pick, so I am ready. Um, As your your breath, it's like, we're going to say that it goes like almost the full 30 feet right up this path. Um, and explodes into the caravan. They jump out. The four of them that are in the car- in the wagon jump out and down to the ground, uh, letting out screams as they're patting out fire um, on their clothes. The caravan, it, the wagon itself, is set ablaze. Um, and if that's all, then it's Sully's turn. Yay! Sully sees Glim like just fucking and. <laughs> and he and he looks down at his daggers and is like sheaths them and then from his pack pulls out the scroll and <laughs> and is like hold, hold on a second and then starts to do I have to like make up what this scroll says and just it. just and he starts to mumble the words on the scroll um, and then takes the little vial that's attached to it with a little bobble, because it's from bobbles and such, mm-hmm. um, and like squeezes a little bit out and casts, he has no idea, but he casts Vitriolic Sphere. So how does this spell describe itself? Uh, so it says, it has one charge, um, one action rages 150 feet. It's instantaneous. I point at a location within range, so I point um, in the center of... It would have had some sort of somatic, you know, do this at this yeah. point. Probably a finger. That's yes. a point. So I point as I mumble, and um, a glowing one-foot ball of emerald acid streaks there and explodes in a 20-foot radius. Okay. Each creature <laughs> in that area must make a dexterity saving throw. I mean, that's everybody. I'm glad I went first because this is way cooler than my <laughs> fire breath that I thought was so great. Um, fire and acid. Sully has no idea. So 12, 15, they fucked with the wrong 10, people. 18, and 10, 19. So like, half save, half don't. Okay. Uh, so on a failed save, the creature takes 10d4 acid damage 
and 5d4 acid damage at the end of its next turn. But on a successful save, the creature takes half the initial damage and no damage. So I've got two, four, six. So many d4. Eight. And then I'll roll two more. Yep, roll away. You know what I like about this? If you were really in this situation and you had this very powerful weapon, you would totally sure, use it. Sure, sure. Why not? When else are you going to use you're it? You're not... Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You're not waiting for a bigger fight later on. This is a fight exactly. that's happening right now and when is you've a got big fight. When you've got a vitriolic sphere, everything looks like... 27. Target? Um, that's full damage? Yeah. Um, okay. Um, so... And Sully has no clue. He's just, he stole it. Finger points. Uh, Emerald Sphere shoots out from his hand as he's busy, like, trying to read this as he's, like, pointing, not really paying attention. Hits the caravan wagon and explodes. And you see acid shoot up and out. Fortunately, none of your friends had rushed over there yet. Um, And strike each of the six uh, men, three of them, uh, well, all of them let out cries of pain as you see their skin begin to bubble and their, their clothes begin to melt away. Three of them, from your point of view, at the very least, go unconscious, if not die in front of you. The other three... Like are trying to peel it off of them, trying to wipe off this acid as they run into the fields beside and away from you. Sully looks at the scroll, looks at its finger, rolls the scroll back up slowly, <laughs> and puts it in his bag, and then whistles the down in the west <laughs> and Moot, who had taken like two steps towards their caravan, just like stops cold and turns around real slow. Like, I think everyone <laughs> stops and turns around and looks real slow. You look back and you see Estrid, and she's reaching into her pocket and just starts counting out gold, being like, <laughs> Don't know if I'm gonna have enough for that one, but we'll see when we get there, okay, everybody? The intro and extra music Long Road Ahead is by Kevin McLeod of incompetech.filmmusic.io. All other music, sound effects, and ambience can be found at epidemicsound.com. A huge thank you to our supporting producers Christian Brown, Creighton's Raven, Devin Michaels, Gabriel Lynch, Jacob Madden, Joshua Dixon, Cat Waterflame, and Skull King 20. To become a patron, visit patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast where you get exclusive content, including an entire exclusive campaign, Dungeons Downtime episodes, early access to our new show Facing Fate, as well as a whole slew of other amazing bonus exclusive content. Visit patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast to check it out today. Dungeons and Dragons is a Dumb Dragons production. The Fable and Folly Network where fiction producers flourish. I'm Carlotta Botox, actress, thinktress, and influenceress, and I'm spilling all the tea on Hollywood. Name? Carlotta Botox. B-O-T-O-X. Spell the first name. It's actually Botox. B-E-A-U-T-O-X. Of course it is. First name? Botox is actually my last name. My first name... Okay there, who's on first? I know it's your last name. Now I want you to spell your first name. Oh, Carlotta. It's C-A-R, as in the automobile. (sighs) 
L O T T A. Like, lot of talent. Uh, wow. Just wow. There's also an umlaut. The f is an umlaut? It's two dots and it goes over okay, the. Okay, Carlotta, two dots. Just take a seat over there. We'll call you when we're ready. Meanwhile, we'll bird our loins. Check out the Carlotta Botox Chronicles, available now on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcatcher.